What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. This week, I'm doing a solo episode since it's been a minute, and I haven't really given you guys a life update in a while either. So I don't know why, but I always have guys hitting me up out of the blue, and it's honestly so fucking annoying. I'm not going to lie. At first, when it started happening more and more, it was definitely an ego boost for me, especially when it's guys that ended it with me. And it's always funny to see them kind of come crawling back and just trying to be slick and start things up again. But now I'm honestly over it. I've had three guys in the last couple of weeks text me and I just don't understand why because things have been so far gone with all of them. And I feel like I didn't date any of them long enough to really warrant any additional communication at this point. A few nights ago, I got a text from a random number at like 1130 at night and I asked who it was and it was some guy I went on one date with like three years ago. And the date wasn't even good. He picked a bar that was out of the way from where I live. But at the time, I thought we were meeting in the middle. So once I got there, I found out that he lived within walking distance of the bar, which was just gross to me because I don't know why he didn't pick someplace that was like actually in the middle. So I go to the date and he had been at the bar already for a while and he was pretty tipsy at this point. And I sat down. I got drinks. He ended up doing a bunch of shots. You know, the conversation was fine, but it was just super random overall. And I just like wasn't quite feeling it. And I wasn't necessarily dying to see him again either. So he had tried to set up plans for me a different day, but he kept dropping the ball. And honestly, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I cannot stand when people try to set up plans and they don't follow through with them, especially when it happens over and over and over again. So I just ended up ghosting him because at a point I was just like, all right, this isn't even worth my time anymore. So I have no fucking idea why after all this time he would attempt to reach out to me now, but I guess we'll never know because I ghosted him again. (laughs) The second guy that reached out was someone who I was talking to for a bit last year. I had mentioned him on the podcast before about exploring kind of an open situationship or whatever with him. And every few months, I feel like I hear from him randomly because he's just trying to feel me out. We didn't end on bad terms, but he wanted to date someone else over me and that didn't work out. So now he's trying to rekindle things. But I just have this thing where if a guy wants to date someone else over me, then why would I let them back in for a second chance? Like, yeah, when I was insecure and feeling shitty about myself years ago and whatever, I probably would have given him that access to me. But now I'm just kind of like, all right, like it didn't work out the first time. Why would it work out this time? And part of me felt a little bad because he is a nice guy and he did admit that he did make a mistake and all of that shit. And he really just wanted to meet up in person to talk. But I found over the years that typically when you give an inch, a lot of people take a mile. So I didn't really want to open that door and give him any type of like false hope or mixed signals or anything like that. Plus, I can also be a big pushover because even though I can act like a heartless cunt sometimes, I do have some kindness buried inside of me. So I guess I'm very similar to the Grinch. But during our conversation, he did tell me that he still has my nudes and my videos that I've sent him, which obviously I've assumed that some of the guys that I've sent nudes to still have them, but I've never had one actually admit that they do and that they still look at them, especially after so much time has passed. He told me that he came across them on his laptop, so I'm assuming that's what prompted him to reach out to me. But honestly, I hope he just treasures them because at this point, 
I don't think he will be receiving any new ones anytime soon. But maybe I should take this as a sign to actually go through with an OnlyFans and make money off the guys who miss the new content that I provide. (laughs) The last guy who reached out was also someone that I mentioned before on a past episode. He was involved in the most recent chlamydia debacle. So he ended up breaking up with his girlfriend and he's been reaching out to me ever since. And same thing with him. We didn't end on bad terms, but with him, we never really had any final conversation or closure to like whatever we had. Like we were, I think we had only seen each other for like a month and a half. So he had asked me to dinner a handful of times. And at first I was almost willing to entertain it because I figured he wanted to discuss what happened and just kind of like clear the air and whatever. But my issue was that he kept texting me last minute to make plans. And I don't mean just like day of plans. He was texting me at 5 p.m. to go to dinner that night. And honestly, I just think that's super disrespectful based on the current status of our communication. We haven't seen each other or spoke at length since September. So to text me basically as an afterthought to join him for dinner is pretty fucking lame. And just to be clear, this man doesn't cook. He eats out every single night for dinner. So I'm especially not going to entertain a lame gesture just so he's like not eating alone. So I think my final comments to him made him finally understand that we wouldn't be dating again. And I didn't really see any point in being friends because he did suggest that. And I was just like, I don't really see the point based on everything that's happened. So I guess time will tell if I get a dinner invite again, but I definitely will not be taking that. (laughs) And the last personal update I have that I'm sure some of you have been waiting for is about Koala. So if you're not caught up, Koala is a 21-year-old guy that I've been seeing. We met last November and we started seeing each other again recently. So probably for like the last month and a half. So everything is pretty much the same with him. He still comes over on the days that I'm off and ends up staying pretty much the entire time. So he's here for like two, three, four days, depending when he comes over. And honestly, I wish I had some juicy stories for you guys. But all we do is just have sex, eat, sleep, cuddle, and watch Love Island marathons for three days straight. So the sex is good. Um, There's nothing like super exciting and like funny or whatever to share with that. But yeah, everything's pretty just like standard and almost mundane with him. We're just very comfortable with each other. And since I live alone, it is nice having someone around because I get to play house for a few days and cook for someone and have someone to smoke with. But I know eventually he has to go home and then I can go back to my normal life and schedule that I love. But we did go from zero to 100 in the comfort department, though, which is great because I hate when people aren't showing their true selves or putting on an act. Like I had to run to an appointment last week and he was using the bathroom and I just yelled out that I was leaving and he opened the door to say goodbye. And then we like chatted for a couple minutes. So like that's the level of comfort that we're dealing with here, (laughs) which I'm not weird about any of that stuff. I don't really care. And it's like, obviously you're going to see things and experience things when you're with someone for that many days in a row. But it's just funny how things have escalated in that way because there's been absolutely no pressure from either of us on what this is or where this is going. And honestly, I don't know what he thinks of everything. We've never really like discussed it. We kind of just hang out and vibe together and that's it. 
But he has mentioned that he does like the fact that I'm so chill and I'm not asking the whole, what are we bullshit? And I'm not blowing him up and I'm not being needy. Like the days that we don't see each other and that I'm working, I barely text him because he doesn't like texting. He, I see how much his phone goes off and how much he ignores people who are trying to hit him up. So I know he's definitely not a big texter. So I just kind of let him reach out to me when he wants. And that's just kind of like what we're doing. But I have had a few people in my life express some concerns because they know how I've been in the past with guys and how I used to fall so hard and so quickly. But I think that the work that I've done in therapy has a lot to do with it. And in addition to the fact that I know that this is going to be just like a little spring and summer fling until he goes back to school. And on the flip side, I've had other people try to romanticize it based on the amount of time we spend together. And while I appreciate the positive vibes, it's just really not necessary for this particular situation because we basically have an expiration date at the end of the summer. And I hear comments all the time of like, how are you single? Or why don't you want to be in a relationship? Or you're just you're going to make some man so happy someday. And honestly, none of that defines me or makes me any more or less valuable because I'm choosing to remain single and casually date as I see fit. I'm well aware of what I have to offer and what I bring to the table. But that doesn't mean I have to settle or jump into something just because I'm a catch in some people's eyes, especially since I've been through far too much disrespect and bullshit to bring someone in as a consistent part of my life when there's a good chance that they might not be deserving of what I have to offer or everything that I have to offer. So I don't know where this will go, and I'm okay with that. I'm just enjoying our time together now because I tend to have this horrible habit of thinking too far ahead, and a lot of times I miss out on the present because I'm so focused about like what's going to happen or what's next. And for this situation with him, I'd rather just take it day to day or week to week and just actually enjoy our time together because, like I said, we have a indefinite expiration date. So there's no point in putting pressure on a situation when we're both having fun for the time being. All right. So enough about me. Next, I'm going to do a Dear Dirty Blonde segment. But before I do that, I did want to say something quick about asking people for advice. So I had a recent encounter with an acquaintance regarding some significant other drama that they were going through. And this person often approaches me about their issues as a sounding board, but I can never just sit there and listen to people. I always have to give my advice or my opinion on whatever's going on. So I'm the type of friend who will give you my honest opinion regarding the entire situation, even if it's not what you want to hear, because what is the point of asking someone for advice if they're not going to be honest with you? And I think this person in particular got upset with me at one point during our conversation the other day because I wasn't coddling them and I wasn't being agreeable. So my advice to my listeners is, if you go to your friends for advice, you need to be prepared to actually listen to what they have to say. If they're truly your friend and they're a good friend, then they most likely are speaking from their heart and they're going to give you advice with your best interest in mind. It's very frustrating as a friend to give advice to people and watch them keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again. And look, we're all guilty of it. I'm not saying that I've never done it. You know, we all fall guilty to that. And you don't always have to follow through with their advice if it doesn't feel right. But at a point, it becomes a waste of time for both parties to sit there and talk in circles about bullshit that isn't going to change. Okay, so if you go to your friends for advice, just make sure that you're listening to what they have to say and don't get defensive, whatever. Just try to take it as a different perspective or 
whatever you want. But if you're not going to take the advice at all, and you're going to keep making the same mistakes, then stop asking your friends for advice because it just, it's rude and it just takes up their time. And I just don't think that then you're being a good friend to them, you know? All right. So the first listener wrote in and asked, my girlfriend is kind of boring. We never go out or have sex anymore. She's always in a bad mood and I kind of hate her family. However, she's well accomplished and overall kind. I'm not sure if these are reasons enough to break up. What do you think? I'm 23 and she's 22. We've been together for a few months. Okay, so my immediate reaction is, yes, you should break up with her. If you're already having doubts a few months in, then to me, it seems like it would be a waste of time for you to both continue. I found that the longer you wait to end things, the messier and more difficult it becomes. Also, you're young, and there's so many options out there for the both of you. In the first few months of dating someone, I feel like you should be like head over heels and it should be some of the best times together. So if you're describing your relationship as boring so early on, that's kind of concerning to me. Now, if you want to stick it out, then I would suggest having a more serious conversation with her to address your concerns, your expectations and your needs in order to have a successful relationship. And depending on how that conversation goes, then you can make a decision then. But I wouldn't settle just to be in a relationship. That's kind of silly. All right. The next question is, my girlfriend broke up with me the other day and I have some sort of unnamed feeling. She said that she can't do a relationship right now because she's stressed with work and school. I don't know what to do, but I've told her that I'll be here if she wants to start a relationship again. We still talk and we're still close, but I just want to be more than friends. Okay, so either she truly doesn't want to be in a relationship at all, or she just doesn't want to be in a relationship with you because maybe she only sees you as a friend. Either way, she's told you what she wants, or I guess in this case, what she doesn't want. So you really just need to respect that. You can't talk her into being in a relationship, and there's no point in like trying to force her or convince her that that's what's going to work. You can be there for her as a friend, but I personally would start to distance myself from her and give her some sort of space to sort things out on what's going on in her life. Also, don't just wait around for her to change her mind to get back to you. I'm sure you have plenty of options as well. So like if you're open to dating or whatever, like you should just go out and live your life. Like you can still be single and live your life, but like don't sit around and like wait for her to text you or make plans with you or whatever. Like go do your thing. You know, she's busy doing her shit. You go be busy doing your shit. All right. And the last listener wrote in, how do you feel about your partner having a close friend of the opposite gender? Do you feel insecure or uncomfortable? All right. So this is a great question, but it's kind of vague. So my response would definitely vary depending on what additional details you're, you know, kind of leaving out here. Um, Personally, I think it would be dependent on the behaviors within the friendship and what kind of boundaries are set up. At this point in my life, if I was in a healthy relationship with someone and they had an appropriate amount of communication with a friend and there wasn't any flirting or anything like that going on, then no, I wouldn't care if my boyfriend or husband had female friends. Like, I'm not going to get mad if a girl sends my boyfriend, like, memes or whatever. Like, that's not a big deal. However, I would have a problem if their friendship affected our relationship and if it started drama or if they were inappropriate with my partner. Like, if she was being prioritized over me, then that's a no-go. Or if it's a boy's night and he wants to go out with his guy friends and she ends up tagging along, immediately no. Because at that point, I probably wouldn't trust them and I 
absolutely would not trust her intentions. You know, it's all relative. I mean, I guess it just depends on the situation. But if that was the case, then I probably wouldn't remain in that relationship either because I'm not the type of person to sit there and like make someone pick and choose. Like I just now I have too much like respect for myself that I just walk away from situations. Like I'm never going to give someone an ultimatum of like, oh, you have to pick this person or that person. I never want to be the person that's like, resented because of an ultimatum like I'm just going to do what's best for me and leave that situation or leave what's making me feel anxious or whatever and I feel like a lot of relationship drama you hear about always kind of circles back to someone not trusting their partner and when I hear that I always think of the famous quote from the movie Casino if you haven't seen it you definitely should watch it it's a classic but Robert De Niro says in the movie When you love someone, you've got to trust them. There's no other way. You've got to give them the key to everything that's yours. Otherwise, what's the point? And at this point in my life, I feel like that's kind of my baseline for any type of friendship or relationship that I have. If I don't trust you, then what is the point of you being in my life? Like, there really isn't one. So if you don't trust your partner's friendship with their friend of an opposite gender, then I think there's something a little deeper going on that you need to look into. Now, on the flip side, I have straight guy friends that I have no desire to be with in a romantic way. But while dating, I've definitely run into scenarios where guys are not okay with that. And, you know, I'm very blunt and straightforward. So if a guy I'm seeing makes assumptions because they're insecure based on their past experiences, then that's something that they need to work on on their own time. And realistically, if they can't trust my word about my friendship with someone, then they probably don't trust a lot of other shit that I do or say either. And insecure people are tough to deal with. Like I'm speaking from experience. I was very insecure when I first started dating again because of my past experiences with my long-term ex who, if you're a listener, you know that he, you know, had a lot of mental health issues and he was a gaslighter and all that stuff. So it is hard, but like I've even had guys that were insecure about my friend John And a lot of people joke that like we look like a couple on my Instagram because I always post pictures of us. But even when guys hear that he's gay and married, they still are weird about it sometimes. And to me, that's a gigantic red flag because I just like I can't I can't deal with that level of insecurity. I just I don't like if you were hurt by someone in the past, then you need to work through that shit on your own. You know, I've unsubscribed from all types of behavior like that. I just, I don't tolerate it anymore. It's not worth it. I would rather remain single and have peace of mind and just be happy living my life than dealing with a partner every day who doesn't trust everything that I do or is trying to stalk me or pinpoint what I'm doing or saying or going through my phone. Like, fuck that shit. That's, that's ridiculous. So I think if your partner has a friend of the gender that they're attracted to, then you need to have a discussion on boundaries and what you're comfortable with or what you're not. Communication is key because assuming things and driving yourself crazy with the what if statements is not going to help anything. And also, if you're a person who has a friend of the gender that you're attracted to, don't be a fucking trash bag and cheat on your partner. Like, grow up and end things with your partner or end things with your friend. Because the cheating bullshit is so out of control lately. And if you cheat on your partner, you're a coward and you literally deserve the worst life can offer. Okay? All right. On that note, I am going to wrap up this episode. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Dirty Blondes Pod. 
and click the link in my bio to check out Bijou and Discreets. They're offering all my listeners 20% off with the code DIRTY20. And this is valid for Bijou and Discreets products. So they carry other brands. The 20% off isn't for those brands. It's just Bijou and Discreets. They have a ton of fun toys and accessories to enhance your sex life. So definitely check them out because it's a great offer. Again, it's the code DIRTY20 for 20% off. And the link is in my link tree bio. It's the first one on the top. All right, guys, have a great weekend and I will chat with you next week. All right. Love you guys. Bye.